You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can find podcasts, my G. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to submit any questions, topics, or shoot the shit with the homies. Yo, like always, shouts to the sponsor, Sunday Scaries. You know, I got anxiety, driving, living, social. But they got the gummies and the oils. They helped me out, bro. For 10% off of your purchase, go to sundayscaries.com, use promo code BUCKETUP, or hit us up on the socials and we'll get you the link. Again, 10% off, promo code BUCKETUP, Sunday Scaries, anxious as fuck. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, yo, Ty's wedding reception was lit. We review Stuber and Spider-Man Far From Home. People feeding into negative energy. Bagel Boss spazzing and Small Man Syndrome. Chris Brown, Jaden Smith, Dreamville, album reviews, and much more. What? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. What? And he's like, it smells like gasoline. Like, bro, why are you smelling my debit card? Right. And he made it seem like I was the weirdo. <laughs> Me. I got hit the lottery, the lottery. Hose a trip, watch on how they follow me. Honey's blue, yeah, I got them all on me. Go, 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 let's go. Got a shoe, yeah, I keep a style on me. Style on me. Pretty freeze, make them bitches pile on me. I swear, rap party, I got 30 thou on me right now. Go, 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 let's go. To my cake, all these bitches wanna tease. Yo, we live. You're now listening to Volume 91 of the Bucket Up Podcast. He with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Butter Sauce, aka Ty Lante, aka your mom called me over for some yard work. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB. What's good? Living good, man. It's the kid JB. Could have been right last week. Mr. Told You So. Not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, I'm like, yo, I told you so. Mr. Well-Rested, Mr. Confused when it comes to the cortisone shots. A couple weeks ago, we spoke about how, you know, I got this weird foot situation going on. Doc comes with the needle, puts it in my big toe, and, you know, wiggles it around, and we good. But it's starting to come back with a vengeance. So I really don't know what to do, but, you know. That's why we starting the day off on the right foot. Hey. So how you doing, bro? I am Gucci, as the kids would say. I'm good. I'm living. Um, it was, It's been, what, like a week and a half since our last spot? Yeah, we apologize, Bucket, but it's good. It was all in the name of love. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, you know, we had the wedding reception. Talked about it on the pod beforehand. It was that weekend. Uh, and it was a good thing. Not a good thing, but... You know, I didn't really end up having time to record another podcast because had a couple surprises after that. Katie's whole family, like not, you know, like her dad, her stepmom, brothers and sisters all showed up for the festivities. And they, we didn't know about that. And also, you know, the homies showed up. Shouts to Becca. Shouts to Spencer. Um, they popped up out of the blue to surprise us for it. Um, so, you know, it was a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of jam packed things going on. 
over the weekend in the past like week or so. So I'm in, you know, now I'm here. I'm good living, living well. I will say now that the smoke is clear and the dust has settled. Um, you want to ask me the question everybody asks me? Uh, probably not. But what was the question? The question I keep asking, like, does it feel different? And it's like, no. Oh, that wasn't it at all. Oh, okay. I knew it wouldn't feel different. You guys were pretty much married already. Hey, I don't understand why people ask that question. Like, like, yo. Are your ears lowered? Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. As soon as we got married, bro, I felt a whole different aura. I lost 10 pounds. Um, You're like, we fought, like, randomly for no reason. Like, yeah, it, yeah it just, it was a whole different. App. No. you. I mean, I guess the time you ask that is once people have kids. Because then it's like, you know, but then it's inappropriate. You can't be like, yo, does it feel different? The vagina's still tight. Nah. I probably shouldn't ask that. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't think that's what they're asking <laughs> the first time. But I don't know. I don't know. He's like, what like what do you mean? Like, you got a baby now. So, so every time it's really different. Says, like, you married, does it feel different? You're like jerk. Gross. No, no. I'm just like everybody asks that. And I'm like, I don't like I, I don't know if it did feel different. I don't even, even know how I would describe that. Yeah, so now the question I wasn't going to ask was, if, does it feel different? The question I was going to ask was the shouts to, I think, Kelly was the one that threw the party, the reception. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, It was. you know, I, okay, so learning more about it, like, mm. Kelly was, you know, there and she was, like, playing and stuff, but, you know, you definitely got to give shouts out to, to, like, Katie's whole family. Like, her dad was heavily involved in a lot of stuff, too. And um, her aunt, Tammy, and everybody else were, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody played a role, her, her cousin. Um, so, you know, it wasn't just it wasn't just one person, but definitely shouts to them. But we, what was the question? So, leading up to it, you mentioned that there was going to be a festivity and or function mm-hmm. surrounding, you know, the wedding reception. And you also mentioned that it would be somewhat of a surprise. However... I was confused because I don't know how something would be surprised if you were, you know, aware of it. it. So then as we got closer, we kind of based our communication through um, Kelly on Facebook. And she kept, you know, hammering down the fact that it was a surprise. So then it was funny because I was like, man, what part of it is a surprise? Because Mm -hmm. Ty mentioned to me that we would be invited to such function. And right. Here we are. So, you know, we were kind of confused, like, what the surprise would be. But at the end of the day, we're like, hey, it doesn't matter. It's not for us. You know, like, whatever they want is what they want. So I kind of just played dumb. And when you were speaking about a wedding reception, I was like, yeah, man, I hope uh, hope you have a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds fun. Sounds humble. No. So the whole thing, though, like, we knew what about the thing. And when it was happening and that it was for us getting married Um, and like that happened just, you know, certain circumstances, which I'm glad it happened because, you know, I don't understand how they were going to be able to throw a surprise thing to where the people that we wanted to be there would have been there. You know what I'm saying? Like we needed to know about the whole event for us to invite for me to invite you or to invite, you know, people I work with and Katie to invite her work friends and, and you know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, in the they, movies when they're like, does anybody have anything to say or forever hold your peace? And then mm-hmm. like the ex-boyfriends running through like, I object. 
that would have been me smooth if I saw pictures and shit and I wasn't and invited. Like, yeah, you wasn't invited, right? So somebody drop a pin. And then I would have it'd be me explaining to people that I had no clue and it was a surprise wedding and it would have been you know what I'm saying? Like I would have been obviously grateful and and all the cool things that come with it, but it would just would have I would have been weird. It would have felt weird to me because I wouldn't have had the people that I wanted to have here. When and the thing is too, because it would have been, you know, it would have been a lot because we wanted to do something here anyway, but we were planning on doing it like in October or something like that. Like, you know, a nice, like a cooler month or something like that. And so like, it would have been weird if we started planning that and then they threw us a surprise and then, you know, not everybody was there. And so I would have been, I would have felt weird because I'm like, well, we already did something with her family. And so like, I feel bad that the people I wanted there wasn't there. And then but then, like, we can't go to our family and be like, hey, we're throwing another thing. You know what I'm saying? Especially since on top of that, that we're throwing something in New York next year. Like, like, bro, that's three fucking parties for one wedding. People be like, damn, who the fuck they think they are throwing three parties for one guy? Like, you only got married one fucking time. You know it's what I mean? Re- it's the remix to Ignition. First <laughs> <laughs> hot out the kitchen. Right, right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad that we found out about it. And so we could invite people, but uh, I think for the most part, then the thing that ended up being a surprise was, you know, saying the details. So I didn't know, like, I ended up figuring out, like, only details I found out after figuring out what the date was was one that it was going to be open bar, and two, um, was the dress code. So that's all. That's the only thing I had figured out beforehand. But yeah, they didn't tell us where, like, they we knew where it was going to be. We didn't know how they were going to do it. We didn't know what the setup was going to look like. Um, you know what I'm saying? We didn't know if it was going to be inside, outside. We had no clue. And we went to we went to their house the day before, and they, you know, they had done a couple of renovations and shit. And so we didn't. And the backyard looked nice. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe we are going to do it in the backyard. You know, it looked pretty nice. Like we didn't know if they're going to have us run through some sort of ceremony, do some sort of like you know, like husband and and bride like games you know how they do that some weddings you know yeah yeah, for sure like i, I remember we we're going to katie's cousin's wedding they did like a whole thing where they had to sit back to back and they'd ask some questions like oh who's more likely to i don't know like leave the the faucet running or some shit and they'd have they both like vote but they don't know what they who they voted for but it, you know what i'm saying right like, stuff right. like that like so that, I didn't, yeah with the right. whiteboard or whatever right so i didn't know how much of a regular wedding reception would be a part of the the things, and I didn't know if it was gonna be more like you know a formal atmosphere, more or more like a casual party, just get together thing, or I didn't know anything about the catering or what food or any of that stuff. So that was where I guess that that's where the surprise was. Like we didn't know how they were about to do stuff, we didn't know what they did, we didn't know they were bringing in family and friends and shit like that. So those were the, like the surprises. I got you. Well, that's cool. So portions yeah. of a surprise. It was like, you know, that's right. cool. And that's cool. Um, but so yeah, hopefully, you know, I I didn't we didn't like get the idea from anybody else, but somebody did do a wedding like last year that we went to cows with, and we saw that they did two they ended up doing like two ceremonies. I think they did one in like Mexico and then another one on the East Coast. And so, you know what I'm saying? Seeing that, I'm like, I hope, I'm guessing this is more of a thing now. For people to, cause you know, I know traveling is hard for people, so yeah, it's really hard. So you know, I figured it'd be a cool thing to just do one here with the Arizona fam, and then one back home in New York for the New York people. 
Yeah. Save the best for last. I feel feel you. <laughs> nah. Okay. I didn't want to say all that. I feel like it's all equality. Uh now nah, but shout out to the wedding. It was fun. Um definitely always curious on what the wedding attire should be, especially out here in Arizona when it's like a fucking cartoon, literally 111 degrees. Everybody was dressed well. I feel like it went it went pretty well. Um, you know, yeah, she emphasized the fact that it was formal though. So Joel and I was like, all right, you know, we gotta stick to the guns. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, uh it was awesome because uh you and Katie definitely were formal. So as long as we matched the bride and groom, we would we were lit. Right, right. Um so yeah, we came out, we had the homie Wendell drive us out to Peoria where the Shout wedding out. was. Shout out to Wendell. Um he He's a former limo driver. Um, he used to drive uh, TLC's limo. That's crazy. He probably got paid more than TLC did. Yeah. <laughs> <Back in the laughs> he, he drove that, and I think he used to drive like uh, other limos in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Anderson for the for the uh, Falcons. So, mm-hmm. anyway, though, he drove us there. Shouts to that. Um and then we didn't know when the you know function was gonna let out, so we didn't really kind of know. So we just Ubered it, which mm-hmm. ended up being a little pricey. And yeah. but it is what it was. It was worth it. Shouts to when we got there at the event. It was funny because uh, we're known for being a little late most of the time, but this time we were dead early. And the thing was, is because we didn't know about the surprise feature. We didn't know if we were late. We were <laughs> the surprise. Nah, so the surprise, yeah, like I said, the surprise was us. So, so once we walked in, I got the video of it to see how they set it up. That was pretty much the surprise. Okay, I'll check that out. Um, but no, nah, for so if we didn't want to show up and everyone's like, surprise, oh, it's Jesse, you know, like, <laughs> that type thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so we showed up early. And, you know, uh, I will say, shout to the sponsor. Um, Sunday scaries, you know, for anxiety. I do get a little anxious when I'm like early at an event. Um, mm-hmm. I prefer to be late rather than early. Everything's um, already rolling. Everything's already rolling. There's no that awkward silence of like, all right, yeah, people will be here soon. You know, right. like that thing. Right. Um, uh, not to say it was bad, but it was fun. But you got to think about that too for uh, the people who throw the party. Yeah. yeah like, like, you oh, want everybody great. to get there right when you said because you don't want somebody to get there. Wait 30 minutes, realize, like, hey, is nobody going to come? Maybe I should dip. You know what I, I'm saying? I will say, dude, one time in high school, uh, my parents were going away for a little bit, so I told a couple friends that they could come over. And I was never, like, that dude that was like, no, you can't be here. I was just like, I, I if um, the one time I was throwing people, having people over, I just, you know, um, I told whoever. And I was cool if someone just showed up off rip. But some kid, I specifically don't remember telling, but it was okay. Um, especially not the address. You know, if, if, mm-hmm. he, if he caught wind of it, that was fine. But my man showed up like two hours, almost three hours before. Like, damn, everybody was going to show up. And I was like, fam, I'm like still napping and stuff. Like, what's yeah. going on? And he's like, oh, you told me in class, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, uh, <laughs> okay. Like, did he help you set up then? Well, because I just remember I didn't tell anybody addresses. I just told people that would over, that already been to the house, like, yo, you can come through tonight. Right. And, you know? Uh, and yeah, it wasn't even a setup thing. It was just like people coming over to kick it. So it was just funny because I was just like, uh, I don't know how to entertain this kid. <laughs> right, for <laughs> like, your two hours. Like, yeah. bro, uh, 
You want water? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, do you know how to like leave? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> like, yo, so, you know, we got like some fine restaurants in the air. You could just go there, get you some grub, come back in an hour or two. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no. Nah, so yeah, I feel you on that. But yeah, personally, I like to be later than sooner. But also, it's also funny as Wendell, he's a stickler for time too. So I was telling him, he's like, what time does the party start? I told him four. And I looked on Google Maps and it said it only takes like 40 minutes to get there. Mm. And he's like, all right, we'll leave at like 2.30. I was like, what? No. I was like, no, like 3.20 or 3.30 or something like that. Right, you right. Know? And so mm-hmm. that was funny. Um, Shouts to time, too. Uh, the Bucket Hat Boys, burn, 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 going to be in the flesh catching a flight on Friday. And uh, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to go from work directly to the airport or leave work early and get home but usually i'm late to things but um yeah you gotta let me know when that flight is again i can't i definitely forget yeah at the airport or not the airport at the wedding reception i was early so yeah uh when we got there it was chill man um we did speak on the pod or i did a couple weeks ago about how um or maybe it was many episodes ago but about how i was at a function one time and they had a shrimp cocktail platter Mm -hmm. and Somebody told me, like, eat as much as you'd like. And I took that shit way too literal. <laughs> and I ate all of it. So knowing that, yeah. I wanted to make sure that, A, I was early. So I knew way more people was coming. There and also, I didn't know how many people were coming. So mm-hmm. I couldn't even calculate, like, you know, let me just gauge four shrimp right now. Right. And then I'll get another four later exponentially. Maybe another five, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, so I slowly, you know, made my way to the shrimp. And, you know, there was two platters, though, so I could divide and conquer. There you go. So, yeah, I was hitting them. I was swimming with the shrimp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then shouts to you guys had, like, the cheese. Um, Bro, there was some cheese platter that they had on the two picks. Yeah. Where it was, like, mozzarella and, like, I, I want to say spinach and, like, some, like, roasted red tomatoes. Or something that was fucking amazing. I don't that's like a caprese that. salad, bro. Bro, it was so good. Yeah, that's a caprese salad with vinaigrette on it. Yeah, they were gone quick, too. Yeah, so uh, guilty of that. <laughs> 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 so, shout out to, there was like, I don't know whose grandma it is. I think um, it's Katie's grandma, probably. There was our great grandma there or something. There was Tammy's mom or something. Yeah, that's, that's Katie's grandma. Okay, tight. Katie's grandma, she was like encouraging me to eat everything in sight, and I was like, "Nah, everyone's gonna get mad at me." <laughs> <laughs> that is that's big grandma energy. I don't know when yeah. when it is like when your grandma to where you just like you just gotta tell everybody to eat. That's just it's uh, it just comes inherent. I don't know where it ha- where it comes from. Like soon as you have that, as soon as you have that grandkid, you just like, all right. Do you think grand? Do you think grandmas want? their grandkids to eat so much because they know that they don't eat that much maybe i mean I, maybe it's just like uh when they were i maybe just the whole vindictive thing you know what i'm saying like when i you know because when you have kids you don't want your kids to eat everything you like nigga i just got groceries so you know what i mean <laughs> you're like hey hey this supposed to last this is in my head this milk supposed to last at least a week and then you get there, and it's Tuesday, and that shit's gone. You're like, I just bought this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the new mental finesse. Is next time you feel gluttonous, or you feel like oh, I'm eating mm-hmm. too much, just think about how happy you're making your grandma. Right, but like, so you when you're a parent, that's what you think. 
So when you when you a grandparent, you like, yo, I can put in these kids' head to keep eating. That way, for I know for sure my kid gonna get the same feeling I did when they was eating all the goddamn groceries too damn quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like a rite of passage thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a little get back. True. Like maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Other than that, maybe they just like, hey, make sure you got food. Make sure I'm feeding you. I don't know. I feel like yeah. granddads are never like that. No, my granddad was fucking cool with me. He wanted me to eat all the time too. Oh, so then there we go. There you go. I could roll up with food in hand, which I'm going back home in August too, which mm-hmm. I'm, you know, show up with food in hand. And he's like, Can I make you a sandwich, Jess? And I'm like, You mean the thing I just came in the door with? <laughs> Like, yeah, you want another one? He's like, like no, nah, yeah. that's, that's cockamamie, Jess. I'll make you a real sandwich. <laughs> His idea is a real sandwich, like white bread and like, <laughs> you know, like two turkey slices and stuff. Right. He's funny as shit, though, because I'm like, you have to give in at one point. So you'll be like, yeah, Grandpa, make me a sandwich. All right. And he makes it a whole thing. He's like, oh, I'm making just a sandwich. <laughs> and he like runs up the oh. stairs. Hey, Gra- hey Renee, I- not now. I'm making just a sandwich. <laughs> so I be like calls my dad. I can't speak, Bruce. Making just a sandwich. Just making the whole like yelling at everybody. Everyone like loves the chat in my family. So I'll come home, go to back to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, so I heard Grandpa made you a sandwich. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, he did. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get new spreads fast in here. <laughs> no. That's what's up. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, so the, my bad. Dialing back, the function was cool, man. I will say the MVP of the night, besides you, of course, had to be Baby Tegan. Yeah, fresh in his gear. He's adorable, bro. Uh, he was messing with me throughout the function. Um, he was kind of on his, like, independent shit because I think a lot of people was, like, in his personal space. So he started doing the whole, like, crossing his arms, not wanting people to touch him. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, obviously, you know, shouts to Tegan, shouts to Trav and Aubrey, um, as always. Um... He's a little more shy than I thought he'd be because usually he's Gucci, you know. Yeah, it was fine. I got enough time with him. Um, yeah, there's but, so many people there. That I'm sure just like I don't know all these people. But, yeah, I, and um, then he heard that they were out of the Caprese salad uh, bites, so he was he, out. Like, what the fuck? Um, he's like, I, I knew JB did this shit. All right. This ain't even my body. Party. Ooh, you killing me softly. Now I'm in the class and you're off key. Smudge that thing like Bobby. Smudge that thing like Bobby. This ain't in my party. This ain't in my party. Ooh, you killing me softly. Now I'm in the class and you're off key. Smudge that thing like Bobby. Smudge that thing like Bobby. Uh, this ain't in my party. Oh, this ain't in my party. Loving me is optional, you don't gotta I be fine on my own, I'm a monster Fell in love in the back of a Honda Fell in love in the back of a upper Save it to be specific, get it, we gon' get it It's been a sweet little minute, pivot when we get in it She thought the whip was rented, I got the window tinted Um, but yeah, nah, it was, you know, it was obviously a cool time Um, shout out to the homie, you know, for giving y'all the ride uh, which kind of, and then you had the Uber back, but kind of segues into, you know, our our movie reviews of the week. You say you, you saw Stuber or whatever. That's what happened. Yeah. So last night, John and I 
wanted to go see a movie. Been waiting on to see a movie for a while. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to see Aladdin, Toy Story. Been getting deaded on it. <laughs> uh, so then I was like, all right, well, what about Midsummer? We kind of lined up to see that a couple times. Found out it's two and a half hours. And I'm like, eh. I don't you know, know why you kept saying that, and I don't understand why. Like, movies are just two hours now, bro. No. Stuber was an hour and a half, and I thank them for that. But, <laughs> there you go. You know, I know I'm cool with 145 or two on the dot, but two and a half hours. Two and a half is a long time for a, especially yeah. for a horror movie. I'm cool, with, I'm cool with, like, Dark Knight three-hour joints, you know what I'm saying? But right. I'm with it if it's, like, something I'm really into. Like, you know, I'll do the comic book movies that long, but right, a, a scary movie that I'm like iffy on, yeah, I wouldn't. Right, something that. I'm coming in backwards in, like, I'm just kind of like, eh. All so, right. I'm with you. Still looking around, couldn't find shit, and then we were kind of, like, sold on, um, you know, uh, that movie, but then I was just kind of, we were back on fourth on it, so then I was like, man, I just want to see a movie bad. I was craving the popcorn, got the free refill, so went and saw Stuber, which, yeah, it was not good, man. Uh, it was for the buckets, no spoilers or whatever. It's about the guy from WWF that is now an actor, Batista, mm-hmm. and the guy from uh, Silicon Valley. I don't know his name. Uh, Kamal Nujani. Sure. Uh, <laughs> he, plays, he plays Guilfoyle in. Uh, mm-hmm. And we were talking about being typecasted. So all I kept seeing him was Guilfoyle, and all I saw Batista was a WWF wrestler. But in good ways, I will say, like, you know, I'm not a big fan of the wrestler transition to the re- uh, movie actor role. Yeah, you don't even bang with The Rock like that, right? Nah, I'm more. I love The Rock as a wrestler. But same with the Batista. He started his first acting role as uh, he was a bad guy in one of the James Bond movies. Oh shit! Really? I don't yeah. even remember that. Was this, was it was the Casino Royale? No, it was uh, Skyfall. Oh, when the fuck? Damn, I gotta watch that again. The guy where he throws him off the train and shit. Oh yeah. Uh, it was either Skyfall or it was uh, Spectre, the last mm. one. But anyway, um, yeah, and, and, and actually at that uh, pace, I thought he was a good actor because it was like, oh, he's like kind of like a, he kind of plays a gimmick like this in the wrestling world, you yeah. know? Like, why not? So, you know, whatever. But this movie, dude, it was about uh, him, who's a cop, trying to get out the game. And then... Gilfoyle or you know the actor's name Kamal Minjani, yes. Kamal Minjani <laughs> a Uber driver just trying to make some cash on the side. Mm-hmm. And long story short, they get paired up in what is a you know action Bunny, comedy room, basically. Yeah, but you know, he the Dave Batista is kind of stuck in his ways and doesn't understand Uber and you know, Manjani's trying to just get out and get to the next passenger, you know? So mm-hmm. hilarity ensues, but uh, very predictable, very corny, very not funny. Uh, no. I'd say there was one part that I actually outwardly laughed. Um, <laughs> sorry, but one out of five bucket hats. Damn. Okay. The one thing I'm giving it is a good runtime of an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> what kind of like the best part about the movie that it was over quick. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn, um, popcorn was hitting me with the little nugs, man. They weren't. It wasn't a good batch. Um, wow, it was even down to the. I've been, you know, I actually, you know, not to sidetrack too much, but people have been telling me that the popcorn at AMC has been trash lately. This is Harkins. 
Oh, it was Harkins. Okay. So, so I think Harkins. popcorn in general has just been trash. You know, I don't. I'm gonna be. I'm a not a super hot take, but I'm not a big popcorn guy. Get stuck weird. in your teeth. You know, what I'm saying it's a lot of calories. It feels like it shouldn't be. You know, what I'm saying because you put so much shit on it. This is good in the movies, man. I don't know. I, I never. I never had popcorn and feel like it hit. You know what I'm saying? Just me. Mm. But I disagree. I, <laughs> that's funny. I had heard. I haven't seen Stuber yet. I had heard some. I heard it. People say that. It, like the plot was kind of in. There were some funny parts, but it was, you know, it was whatever. When I first saw the preview for it, I was kind of like, eh, because Batista just looked like he was playing the same character as like he does in Guardians of the Galaxy, and so I was just kind of like, uh, and I, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm with you. I don't really see him as having like a crazy amount of range with his shit, which I, you know, I'm assuming he doesn't, but who knows? Um, and I, you know, but I get it. You know, you gotta get your money. All the 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 people who wrestle their whole dream, I feel like for the most part, is to to make it and be a movie star, right? And that well, the that's what they're doing. They're acting in the WWE. You know? Yeah. So like, I'm sure, like they all want to do that. John Cena is, you know, I mean, obviously The Rock is the famous one, but John Cena has been fairly successful with it too. Yeah, yeah. I give you that. Uh, uh, I, I like to man. Did you see Clockbackers? Nah. That he was good. That that movie's funny. He was good in it, um, so I'm guessing. I mean, I'm sure he's in. A, he's obviously he was in uh, Trainwreck, and that yeah, was I like funny. him in that. And so you know, what I'm saying you know people, these, and I you know these aren't they aren't the only wrestlers to making that transition. So I get it. But I was kind of off on Stuber, but then they had a they had a preview that looked kind of okay. The second preview for it that I saw, and I was like, you know what, I'd watch it. And like they they picked a good weekend because it's not Lion King weekend. Stone Cold play, it was good in Longest Yard because he just had to it's play true. a racist cop, and I was like, yeah. I don't think this is too hard for him. Yeah, but I, it's weird because I think in real life he's not. He's like not like that at all. Right. Well, I, which I hope he's not racist, but I, I think in, I, mean, <laughs> I think in real life he's like a liberal and shit, which you would never think, but it's funny. Um, cool. But yeah, nah. So you know, it's cool. It's whatever. I was gonna say, yeah, they lucky they came out now and not next week for Lion King, although. I'm seeing now Lion King getting bashed, so we're gonna have to see it and see what's good with it. I don't. Did you you been seeing like the shit on the internet about the Lion King or not? Nah? Uh, I'm trying to avoid the spoilers because I really want to see it, but it's, gonna... it's not spoiler. They're just saying that you know they review it. Like there's the biggest thing that I'm seeing is like a lot of the magic from the original is lost because of the transition from animation to CGI. Like actual, like trying to make them look like actual animals, is like you lose some of the facial expression expressions and like the kind of like you know what I'm saying the stuff that goes into that that you can do in animation that you can't do too much with the CGI animals that like a fucking lion, like you know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean like like uh, giving Simba like a concerned face? Right, uh, right, yeah. right. Like you can't like obviously you can. Oh, I see what you're just saying. It's like watching Animal Planet. <laughs> right, right. You watch the Animal Planet, but they do obviously they saying all the words. Oh but... yeah, we could just get Stone to watch Animal Planet and be like, "Yo, it's the Lion King." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why didn't we just run that angle and be like, right. "There's Timon and Pumbaa." Right. So that's what that's the main critique I've heard. That's fair. And uh, you know, I heard that it's exactly the same as the regular Lion King, which I think I've. Okay, the the main thing is that they didn't have to do any of these movies, right? They didn't have to do any of these fucking remakes. Not one. 
Right. But if they're going to do it, to they kind of in a bind because it's like, would you want them to make a new Lion King that was like different from the original? No, that's kind of how we feel about Lion King. Or Lion King uh, Space Jam. Well, yeah, no, I'm good. You, I'm okay with Space Jam too because I think Space Jam was trash. I don't give a shit. But you know what I'm saying? I get like, I'm like, it's the Lion King. Like, I mean, I'm cool with y'all having some touches, but like, you might as well just keep it the same because it's, you know, everybody loves that. Now, with Mulan, I'm okay with them doing something different because even though I love Mulan, you know what I'm saying? They can't do all of these movies the same because then it's like, Jesus. I wish like, they did like a Lion King spinoff, though, you know? If they're going to do something different, then just be like inspired from Lion King, you know? Right. And like a whole new, like, you know what I'm saying? And that way they don't have to be so beholden to shit. A whole but, new world. <laughs> but hey, you know, I knew it was going to. I was thinking that Lion King was actually going to probably do the best out of these live action Disney movies. Well, and I was looking shaky. Who knows? I'm sure it still does monster numbers. Aladdin made a shit ton of money. Uh, Dumbo didn't so much, but it was Dumbo, so I don't know why the fuck they did that. Maybe we all see it, man. It's it comes out next week. Yeah, I'm still gonna end up seeing it, but we're gonna see what what it's hitting for. Um, yeah, uh, other movie that I saw, I I saw it after we did the the podcast. I saw Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, it was a great movie. Um, up there with the best Spider Man movies, I would say. A lot of people been saying it's the best one they've ever seen. All seventy four of them. (laughs) <laughs> that's very true there's like eight um but yeah i would say i put it like right below spider-man 2 the toby Maguire one um uh, what's so that movie? is so buckets we were talking about top five movies of all time at ties i was a little hey for the for the disclaimer i was a little tipsy um peer pressure got to me and i was like you know i'm gonna sip some champagne i had like three glasses of champagne i tried the tylicious there you go the fixed menu at the bar you can get henny and uh, dr pepper yeah, bro. Put some pep in your step. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we were talking movies in the back, and Ty named Spider-Man 2 as one of his top five movies. And I was yeah. confused because I thought you didn't like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Oh, no, no, no. I was big. If anything, that first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is what really, like, I was already, like, you know, nerdy. Not nerdy, nerdy, but, like, I always liked superheroes as a kid. But the thing that really got me, like, into it for sure was that first Spider-Man movie. I was I was hype as fuck. I remember like watching that movie, and I was probably like eight or some shit. I don't remember how old I was. Maybe I was nine or ten, and I remember like after watching the movie, like jumping off the walls because I was so excited and shit, like kicking the fucking door open to the movie theater and shit. I was I was hype. So that you know I, that you know, that was a big because you know that was like the first, and not obviously not the first, but it was like the first big like live action superhero movie to really pop you know what i mean yeah so, i like, look back and see what the second one was about i remember the first one was cool yeah so the first one was cool and it had you know the green goblin and shit and like obviously you know there's parts of it that you watch now that definitely does not hold up so it's definitely running off nostalgia but then the second one was you know he had dr ock in it and you know he you know james franco's in it as his friend and I, Doc Ock pretty much figures out who he is and starts going after his actual, like, you know what I'm saying, family and shit. Mm. So, you know, it was pretty good. And he, it was because he was already, he was working with him. You know what I'm saying? So you could see the turn from him, from the dude going from bad to evil. And it was, you know, I, it was a lot of good things in that movie that was really good. And it just stuck out to me. And it was better than the first one. 
And that was like, so a lot of it is nostalgia. Like, I'm sure this new Spider-Man might damn well be better than it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Shouts to Zendaya. You know, I fuck with her. With shouts, I've been watching the show Euphoria. How you feeling about it? You good? It's good. It's a little, sh- um, it's a lot, a lot because it changes identities, man. It goes from a drug rehab show yeah. to a teen sex show right. to a child abuse show yeah. to a um, coming of age show. Right. To a high school, you know, uh, you know, breakfast club show. So it's okay. uh, many things. I was, like I don't know if the show is really, really good, but I know that I enjoy watching it. It gets my attention. I can't lie. I definitely, a, yeah, I've been like four episodes in a row, and I'm here. Right. So that's the thing about it. Uh, uh, drugs are not as fun as they really. They don't. You know, they definitely dramatize the cool parts. Uh, right. I don't think they're really. Grant like met somebody in the show OD'd. So right. um but some parts of it kind of got me like eh, like you know a lot of too many penises for my liking but i mean yeah i don't watch a show and be like you know what this means more dick yeah i'm saying (laughs) so i get that but at the same time how often did like shows just shoehorn like we talked about power how often they just throw in a sex scene? And you oh, just, I do. Like, you know, I've I've been rewatching it because I got the stars app. I mm-hmm. fast forward sex scenes. I'm that old now. I <laughs> fast forward sex scenes. They're not funny. And then and then I and I'm like, who needed four minutes of that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like I can't like I get you know I can't squabble over the dick scenes when like you know in power is like every two seconds out of nowhere and then you just see Tasha getting her back blown out and it's only. The only real person you see naked is Tasha, and you're like, and okay. Dude, think about the sex scenes. What they what they're trying to imply that what they do they enhance the theater of it. Yeah. So imagine somebody just sitting in on the show, and you explain what's going on, and you try to add that to. And you're like, no, there's none of these, none of the sex scenes are needed. No, but you say that to someone, and someone sits in. You're like, oh, Steve, this show's great. Uh, so you see how they're arguing. This person is mad because they are. Uh, trying to figure out if their son can stay out of jail or not and they're like oh, okay i'm like but the woman she just got her ass like pounded by the lawyer <laughs> you missed it and it's like, like okay like, I do anything bro like, <laughs> so anyway yeah sex scenes are not needed and I'm, I'm saying that on wax right that's fine and that's what i'm saying but again my thing was that it, it happens all the time it's like oh random nude scenes and shit with chicks and it just usually ends up being chicks so like as much as i don't want to see random dick out of nowhere all the time like i can't like i'm sure girls are like we don't really need to see boobs every two seconds either so right that's fine but yeah so that was uh movie tv show review from my end um oh yeah you- I, did i even say yeah spider-man Far home was good i gave mm-hmm. it i gave it uh 4.8 out of five bucket hats Lit. Um, but yeah, going into the rest of the weekend, man, a funny dynamic because I am the weekend review restaurant tour. I don't know. Extraordinaire. That, that is it. Extraordinaire. Shout out to the Roach Clip podcast and Cannabis Cactus. You're, for, uh, you know, portraying Tide, the movie guy, me, the restaurant fucking uh, escapades. And that's where we are. Um, but uh, funny dynamic. Usually we get bad service. This was the unique dynamic. We got good, nice service, but it was wrong. Uh, say I'm not a phrase it. It was good service, but it was the wrong items. Oh damn! 
So the guy was nice and he was fast, but he was giving us the wrong shit. Well, yeah, you at Korean Korean barbecue again? I think I saw that on the snap. Or something. No, that was fire. That shouts to we went to that again. Um, that was just kind <laughs> of thing. But uh, I think Friday night we just want to get some wings and we went to Native. Oh yeah, I fuck with ATO. So uh, oh, I fuck with a bunch of places. This was late though, and they closed at like in the morning. Uh, so I'm asking for wings, right? And uh. I was like, "Can I get a can I get a, a house salad too? Um, you guys got vinaigrette?" He's like, "Oh yeah, we got that, man." I was like, "All right, cool." Um, he comes back and he gives me a salad and it has ranch, uh-huh. and, it, and he also brings me a bottle. In the corner of my eye, I thought it said vinegar, so, vinaigrette. So I was like, "Oh well, he, I think he just bought the ranch by accident, you know." <coughs> mm-hmm. But then I'm looking, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" And I just like fuck it. I just pour the ranch over and start eating it. And then Joel looks and he's like, "That's not even vinaigrette. That's malt vinegar." Oh. <laughs> so he brought me malt vinegar and ranch dressing for a salad. So that was bro, it, bro. That's that country vinaigrette, fam. So then he, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was. So then he took you know forever to come back when we want we were ready to order the wings, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I kind of want to know what the soup is. So. Uh, he comes back and I was like, "Hey, do you know what the soup is?" By the way, he's like, "Uh, I don't know. I can check real quick." And I was like, "Well, no. Before you go, run back again. Let's put in our wing order. Then you can let me know when you come back." Right. So he put in our wing order, and he comes back, and we're like, and he's like, "I was like, what was the soup, man?" He's like, "Oh, it's uh clam chowder." I was like, "Cool, Manhattan or New England?" And he's like, "Uh, do you want me to go check again, bro?" I was like, <laughs> "It definitely was. It definitely was New England." Well, I was like, "Is it red or white?" You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, uh, let me check. And I was like, nah, it's cool. I don't, I don't even want this out. I don't even want the soup, bro. It's cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, he just kept bringing shit back and, you know, wrong. And But he was mad nice and mad, like, attentive, you know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was a new dynamic because I was just like, man, like, he's mad nice. He's, you know, social, but he's just not listening or just doesn't know what the fuck he's item is. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So shouts to Native, um, you know. We shouting him out for the mediocre service. Yeah, good. <laughs> just I don't know. It's just funny dynamic. I was like, bro, like you know, you, you finally I got some good service, but it was wrong food, you know. So does that get chalked up as good service or is it bad service? So, you know? bro. I think that's. But I mean, it's just, it's just a miscommunication. I guess not really. Everybody knows what vinaigrette is. Yeah, especially if I ask if you have it, and you're like, yeah, I got that. <laughs> I'm definitely though. I'm probably not getting a. I'm just not getting a salad with vinaigrette at a at a native wing though. So that might be on you. No, that's good. It's usually their house like oil and vinegar shit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like I'm like, I'm just like not. Nah, I'm probably not getting a salad anyway. I'm like I'm gonna just eat these wings. Well, my bad. <laughs> you needed a palate cleanser on the wings, my guy. I don't know. I, you know, we're about to eat. So much in Colorado, bro. And you're gonna see me eat a lot of salads to diversify my palate. Just because uh, I'm like, bro, just eat the green chili burrito. It'd be alright. It's gonna be fire, man. Um, but yeah, we gotta hit up the cheese spot that Lance shots to Lance was talking about. I don't even know, but I'm about it. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that was funny. Was that service? Um, and then I wanted to dial this back a couple weeks last week because we didn't do the pod. A unique situation was because you know how we were talking about like giving back negative energy or mm-hmm. positive energy and stuff like that, right? You know how like I guess it could be 
translated like in any avenue um and like say back in high school if a kid was getting made fun of he would make fun of somebody else to kind of like i know you're not talking and shit yeah that type thing uh so i was at the dispensary uh a couple weeks ago and this guy was like getting really which was (laughs) so funny like this guy was being really this impatient for having to wait for his weed and i'm like fam have you never bought weed before like it's anything it's never on time but like especially weed especially now i'm like you got a dispensary fam before you had a four to eight hour window of when the dude was going to come through and a 30 percent chance of him hitting you up saying like oh my bad i don't got right yeah he come through and he ain't got what you wanted this place, you roll up and wait at most 30 minutes, and they have popcorn and soda on deck while you wait. You're like, you like, yo, you knew that it's weed shit, huh? Yeah, fam. Like, welcome to the convenience. <laughs> so sit your ass down. You're stressing all of us out. It's weed. You know what I'm saying? This is supposed yeah. to be the opposite. So he's, you know, pacing back and forth and uh, on the phone talking about. And it's funny when people do that shit. They'll be on the phone, and they'll talk passively about the establishment they're in instead right. of just talking to them they'll be like oh he's like oh i'm gonna tell them i need my card i gotta leave shouldn't be an hour wait it's like just tell them that stop being right. on the phone trying to act like oh i hope they hear me it's like that's what your plan is right so he's doing that he's like i need my card blah, blah blah and then you know they give him his id back and he's like you shouldn't have made me wait that long blah, blah, blah. and they, they keep like you know like yelling at each other back and forth and since the guy working there kind of has to like put on, you know, a good face for the rest of us, mm-hmm. he's just kind of taking it on the chest and he's just like, yeah, whatever, man, have a good day. Uh, whatever, you know, and he's kind of embarrassed, you know? Right. And then he's just like, oh, Jesse. And you, you can tell he's like red in the face and all flustered. Just mad, yeah. Yeah. And I, like, just like because he got punked kind of thing. Uh huh. And I was just like, in my head, I want to be like, bro, it's fine. Like, sell me, I'm, a, I'm a happy customer. Just sell me the weed. We'll be good, you know? Uh, and I roll in and I give him my debit card or whatever. And he's like, man, your debit card smells weird. What? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. What? And he's like, it smells like gasoline. Like, bro, why are you smelling my debit card? Right. And he made it seem like I was the weirdo. <laughs> I don't think in my life I've ever, I don't even know what my debit card smells like. Dude, so I was like, fan, he's like, smell it. Let me know what you think. I was like, no, what the fuck? Like, and then I was just in my head, I'm like, fam, I understand you just got punked. So you're just trying to make me like you're trying to point anything out to like pawn some negative energy onto me, you know? Random. I was like, is that was that this is about, man? Let me get my fucking cushion. I'm out. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, I just thought it was funny. I was like, man, I was like, why that was and not to say like I'm you know, analyst and doctor but that's definitely a thousand percent what happened he was just feeling some type of way and he's like oh i gotta point i gotta make a joke of something you know right and there it was uh like you know there's just certain people like that i got a homie who said her significant others kind of like that where you know one thing one thing bad happens to them or you know what i'm saying it might ruin their whole day you know what i'm saying like turn their whole energy a different way and that's just how they is like the rest of the day you know what i'm saying like right they, like they just either sad or you know they're angry and they kind of you know they don't mean to but part of that kind of like comes back on the other people and it's like hey bro i ain't do shit to you fam you're gonna have to relax you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but, exactly. I, I, but i remember working in retail somebody pissed me off and like you know they're acting irrational but i feel like 
nine times out of ten, the customer after that person be like, "Yo, what the fuck was their problem?" You know what I'm saying? Like, so I wonder if you would have just if you would have hit him with that, like, "Yo, that dude was spazzing," but like, here's my debit card. I wonder if you wouldn't if he'd have been like, "Yeah, he was fucking wild," and then he wouldn't have hit you with the dumb shit that your debit card smelled like gas. Like, what type of shit? Yeah, that's true because. Uh, maybe at some length he probably thought like I was on the side of the other customer because maybe I'm a customer know. too, you know. He might but, have been mad, but I, I mean, you could have easily because I would have like you know he's like oh your your debit card's on like gasoline like uh okay and nigga why does that <laughs> fuck one what two why does that even matter you know I should have said it when he said that should have been like you should have made me wait an hour bro. <laughs> <laughs> I need my ID back. All right, like, I, like, fam, you you bringing up irrelevant shit. Just swipe my card. to touch on it speaking of wilding in public bro oh yeah and fucking people wilding out fucking bagel boss bro shouts to bayshore long island long island yeah hey i'm i hey look i know you i know you fuck with long island but we all know the the stereotype people say about long island yeah but there's definitely different towns in long island (laughs) like there's different there's different towns everywhere bro i know but you know you're not hitting hitting me with the oh everybody's jersey yeah no no i know i know and again like there's different people because you know you don't got the wild terrible long island accent brooklyn brooklyn and queen keep it a buck on long island you know what i'm saying yeah we're talking geographically yeah i know but yeah the people who are Deep Long Island, and they got yeah. the shitty, they got the shitty accent, <laughs> and they got the, you know what I'm saying? They, they hella Trump over there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? We know who they, and we know who the homeboy is. Yeah, he definitely he rolled with them. South Shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. If any, if anybody don't know what we talking about, I'm sure everybody got the goddamn internet. Y'all ain't see the the was the the four foot eleven oh. five foot dude at a bagel shop. Uh, implying that other people are making fun of him because of his height and uh, a little backstory on him which you know I guess this is always the case everyone has like a body of videos on YouTube and <laughs> he has previous instances where he gets notifications that he leads to believe that it's all escalated because they talked about his height or made fun of his height and the part that's mad stupid though is he combines all these instances, making it seem like everybody's out to get him. You know, right? 
and nobody cares about how tall somebody is after high school. You know, like that's the only time people will get made fun of for any type of social out in public. Yeah, yeah, and it was mad funny because nobody noticed that he was short until he said something about him being short. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's like, bro, it's like nobody noticed anything until they're like, yo, why is that short guy making a scene? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, I do got a cop like and you know, I, I don't know if anybody fuck with Bo Monty, but he's always talking about like short dudes on basketball teams having little man syndrome. And like dudes short dudes definitely are ready to fight or ready to like talk shit or be dicks real quick. And like obviously I'm not like you know, I'm not like a super tall person, but at least I'm not like out here to where I'm like so ashamed of my height that I'm wilding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, he was implying that girls on dating sites, <laughs> which was very funny. He said, do you think it's okay for girls to say if you're under five feet tall, you should die? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild. But also, damn. <laughs> and my thing, though, is like, yo, we're I need to see. What happened before homeboy started spazzing? Like, what what could have even went down to where he started talking about his dating situation? Exactly. And then, uh, furthermore, he talks about how he uh, he was waiting in line and people were making fun of him. And he implied that they must have been making fun of him because how tall he was. And it's like, do you think possibly they were making fun of you because... You're a dick? Yeah, you're acting... Like a dick? Regardless of how tall you are, because I'm sure there's taller people that act stupid too. Right. And there's just as many tall people jokes as there is short people jokes. Right. It's just uh, in general. Everybody got insecurities. Right. So then, furthermore, uh, what was funny is he said how, like, um, you know, this happens to him all the time and, you know, people are out to get him and stuff like that. It's like, you know, it seems like the situations he put himself in are all self implemented, you know? Right. So. But the thing to me, though, is just funny. I just want to know, like, did they just, like, couldn't see him over the counter or something and had to look down? And that's when he, like, he just started spazzing. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, did they actually do something to him? But I'm like, how do you get, like, he's like, yo, fuck you. And another thing, these chicks on these dating websites. And it's like, hey, what? (laughs) I will say he did say something that was kind of funny because he was on Ebro in the morning. And he said, let me ask you this. Why do girls that are 5'2 need a girl, guy that's six foot? And I was like, you know, I'm with you on that one, dude. Like, no, I'm, hey, look. Homeboy has, it's like, you know, when somebody's terrible and they have some good points and, like, terrible messaging. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, first of all, every 5'2 girl isn't this chick, like, isn't out there only looking for dudes over six foot. So, like, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. It's just not. It's mute. Just because you've heard some girls say that, don't mean that's every single girl that's five two. And honestly, dude, and I know this is a wild analogy, but like, isn't that equivalent to like anything that requires like uh, a? It's hard to explain. Like for example, if you're house hunting, mm-hmm. and you're just like, hey, I need a house that's like less than a hundred k. They're like, are you serious? You should die. You know. <laughs> And people are selling houses for millions of dollars. And you're all just right. like, well, what the hell? Why do all these people want million-dollar houses? Why can't, you know? And no, you're just see, like, I don't mm-hmm. think people care about what you, you want to buy a house, you know? Yeah, and I think you got a good point in terms of when you're on a dating site, like, you just kind of got to get, get take that for what that is. Like, everybody's looking. 
because the dating side, everybody's looking for the ideal like matches. And like I'm sure his thing is like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who like a fucking supermodel or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, but in, and the thing that's funny about the dating sites is if people were so if these people were so perfect, they probably would not still be looking for relationships. Usually. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's like a it's like a it's like a thing. Like obviously they want they want to be hyper picky on here while they too have their own flaws like everybody else does. So it's kind of funny that, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you gotta just take that shit with a grain of salt. Like not everybody on there is like that, but there's gonna be people on there that are super vain because you all you're doing it you're literally deciding who you're gonna date by looking at pictures of them and swiping. Like it's it's like the whole process of it is vain in general. You know what I mean? So you kinda gotta take that for what it is and like, you know, hope you find some chick in there that's cool, or maybe if it ain't for you. Roll with some alternative ways, you know what I'm saying? And like, you can't just be taking that shit out on people at a bagel shop, bro. Dude, see the thing about dating websites, and you know, this could be a whole nother pod topic, but I, I kind of stray away from the notion of like, you know, it's you know, it's shallow or it's vain and stuff like that. I actually think that it's just the way that things evolve, and I think no, no, I I get that. I was just saying like, there's a process over that has vanity in it and it's just there's no way to avoid it Jaden in general has that no you know i no, i know i'm not saying my bad i'm not saying the whole dating online is evolved as the new norm i'm saying there's like so if somebody walks into a bar is that not their profile video or their profile yeah, oh picture? yeah either way you know you're going off of that yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so when somebody walks in you're like boom oh they're they're you know Attractive blonde or not. And, you know whatever blue eyes or whatever yeah then you're just like and then you talk to them and you're like, oh, where are you from? And they're like, Minnesota. Isn't that like kind of like on Tinder where you find out like, oh, they're from Minnesota, uh, you, you know? And then you just, so I think it's just, you know, but yeah, the fact that you have to name, you don't have to, but you name like height and your weight or not weight, but your height and like, and you know, you fucking what you look like and where you're from or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that's fair because if you're hiding stuff, then you're just wasting everybody's time. Right. Cause, and that's the thing, too. If you feel like you hide, you have to hide stuff. Like, at, at the end of the day, I'm like, you want somebody who doesn't, who wants you for you. And so you can't be too mad that other, like, you don't, you don't want to date this person who was, who was going to have a problem with your height anyway. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want that person anyway. So you out here getting mad and bitter at people that you wouldn't have fucked with in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't mean somebody who does fuck with you not out there. And like you probably you're also excluding people you don't fuck with for super arbitrary things too. Like that's just the name of the game, fam. Like that's where I'm like, hey, you gotta relax. And but I you know, I get it. Sometimes it'd be like it sounds wild when you know a chick's six foot or not a chick's five foot and she's like, I need a I need a dude who's over six feet. It's like, uh, I feel like you just need a step stool. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, fam, like that's a little much. That's that's like going back to my house analogy. You're one person. You're like, I need five bedrooms. Like, I don't right. know why you're only gonna sleep in one. Well, because like on TV, you know, it's like the nicer you know houses have five bedrooms. It's like that's not what you're in buying this house for. You're doing this for, you know. All right. So yeah, the same thing. If you're five two. Sister, a girl can be a dude can be five three, all right, and you could date she him. Can't, she can't wear heels, bro. I don't. 
Well, you know what? Wait till you guys go ice skating or something. Hey, I don't. I don't know. I don't care. Again, people can people can have their preferences. I just to me, if you out here, because there's only so many dudes that are six foot. If you out here saying you're only going to date six foot people, like you know, I obviously what you want for your life is what you want for your life. Dude, uh, I, I but at the shit. same time, you don't be mad if you just chilling. <laughs> I've seen, <laughs> plenty, just of work for a while. I've huh? seen plenty of girls date short dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's people who don't give a shit. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't come out all women for, for like you know the some bad experiences you had. Because we tell we tell women that all the time, like yo, you keep saying you know niggas is trash and dudes is dicks, and it's like not all men, but it's like you. But we know that they're fucking around. But you can't, you know what I'm saying? But you can't, you can't do that shit. You can't generalize everybody just because you have bad experiences, bro. No, for sure. And honestly, you know what? You know what? Now that I think about it, that's where we need to do. We need to come up with the. I shouldn't put this on wax, but you gotta have a the dating that where it's all short dudes. They they actually talked about that. They do have one called minimeat.com. <laughs> and everyone, crazy, bro. everyone's got a very dirty mind because everyone thought it was M-E-A-T.com. It's like M-E-E-T.com. No, that's worse. So, I, I, I'm, I'm sure a girl is fine with a dude who's short. I don't know if they I don't know if they out here clamoring for a chick that or a dude without, you know. You also shorten other departments. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't have like that's a lot to ask, bro. <laughs> there was a situation that in the Zendaya episode or the Euphoria episode, but yeah. I'll let people get to that. But no, nah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh hey, <laughs> no pun intended, there's different strokes for different folks. <laughs> and it's just a matter of yeah. like what you're into, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta figure out somebody you gotta find somebody who fucks with you for you, like, you know, you know. Now nobody's perfect. Everybody got flaws. Everybody kind of gotta overlook certain things for everybody, you know. And not and not and, not, and I don't mean that in a bad way. That just kind of is what it is, you know. Nobody's gonna. Not many people are meeting the perfect match. And even if it looked perfect physically, it don't be perfect mentally, and, and and vice versa. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Nah. And, and <laughs> no. I no. I was saying like I I that's that's been my. Mo, this entire time is like, I don't care what people are into or whatever. The only times I ever cared about what who were dating who were the girls that would turn me down in college that that would <laughs> date some dude. I'm like, man, he ain't shit. <laughs> it is like, hey, bro, you can't tell, you can't really predict how people have connections with people, you know? Right. But like they said, uh, they should hand out mini bagels for them having the. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Homeboy was really out here spazzing. Wow, shit. Then it got folded up. Terrible. But he, he deserved it. Out here yelling at people. Yeah. He, he tried to call them bullies. Like, bro, you the one and he asked yelling for at people, bro. What the fuck you talking about? That's yeah. the thing. Like, you can't. You're so angry and everybody else is the problem, not you. Yeah. Like, and maybe like, fix your fucking attitude, bro. The world's out to get you type shit. And you know what? You make giving Long Islanders a bad fucking rap. And an they, are, that shit, they already got a not great rap. But yeah. Yeah, out here giving us a bad look. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, with that, you know, we got to leave on a positive note. But I think we've arrived. Burn, burn, burn. Hey. Favorite time of the week. Favorite time of the pod. Songs of the week, my guy. So, you know, we were talking about the wedding reception. It was lovely. It was, you know, it was bodacious. It was tidalicious. 
Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was a family affair. So we're taking it back to the early 2000s. Mary J. Blige, family affair. Hey, I think I had it on the shouts to me. <laughs> wild, wild sentence for, you know, because I DJ my own wedding, which is like, you know, the shit that I've always talked about, which is hilarious. But yeah, I had family affair on there. You know, you had to have a Mary J. Blige with her dance kicking. Whatever the hell that is that, that's called that she does on stage. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Mary J. Blige dancing and you'll get it. Um, but yeah, you know how I do. We do the bops, slaps, and bangs of the week. And I'll hit y'all with some album reviews. But my my song that bops right now is My Party by Toby Lou. Um, you know, he's a little different. But I've you know, I've been fucking with his shit for a year. He about to drop an album in a couple weeks. So, you know, I would definitely check that out. Or, you know, if you need something else to check him out to get into it, I'll check out uh, Troop or Darlin. Those are good songs by him. Uh, definitely more like a chill vibe, but he be rapping. Uh, my song that slaps is Big by Young M.A. What You fuck with Young M.A., right? Yeah, she's the big goon. Yeah, bro. So Big big is fire. Uh, I want to know when the fuck she's dropping the album because she just dropped Lucy's every couple of months. And I'm like, bro, you've been out here. You had the you had the song, ooh, that guy, everything started. And it, that was like two years ago. And she still is yet to, you know what I'm saying, to drop an album. Um, so I'm waiting for that. And then my song that bangs is Lottery by K Camp. Um, I just started listening to him. Um, he dropped some, he dropped an album that I can't remember the name of. Uh, but you know, Lottery is one that was a standout from it that was pretty good. Um, so yeah, those are those are my those are my songs for that. Bop, slaps and bangs. Then my album reviews. I li- I finally got to listen through all of Chris Brown's album, all thirty fucking seven thousand of the songs. Um, and definitely longest shit. So long that like I definitely because I was at work, so there's definitely songs I didn't even like remember or register that I was listening to it so f- for so fucking long. But some some songs that did stand out was uh, Need a Stack with uh. It had, it had Lil Wayne on it, and what the fuck is that guy's name? Who did the fucking? Uh, he did that like my like that fucking song about being black. He had a song with uh, Eminem. He got a song with another song, Chris Brown. I can't think of his name right now. My president is black. No, 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 no. He didn't like one about like being black and white. Oh, little dicky. No, 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 not a little dicky. It's not. It's not logic. I know logic does stuff like that all the time. Uh-huh. The fuck is it? All right, whatever. It's, it's called Need a Stack. Um, the, the song with No Guidance. The song No Guidance with Drake on it is good. You got some other features on there. Good. You got one with Trey Songs that's pretty good. Um, he got one with her that's also great. Um, it's just a lot of fucking songs. So I don't. I ain't gonna tell anybody to go ahead and listen to that whole fucking album. But you could pick out a couple songs that are good. Um, the other album that came out that I was fucking with was the Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers Three. Uh, that was hyped up as shit in January because like it was like J. Cole and they got all these artists to come through. Um, but they didn't, it didn't to me, it didn't disappoint. I saw other people who didn't fuck with it as much. Um, because I had like almost every song in my playlist, shit was fire. Um, you had the baby on there who you know we fuck with. Um, you had fucking Smino on that bitch, buddy. A lot of good uh rappers came through and wrecked it. Um, some of the standouts from that were Under the Sun. Uh, Wells Fargo and uh, Sacrifices. I, uh, I think J. Cole got a verse on Sacrifices where he talks about, you know, having a baby with his girl. And, like, it was a fire verse, so that was pretty good. And then I listened. The last one was uh, Aries by Jaden Smith. 
Uh, you fuck with Jaden over there? Nah. <laughs> Why not? You don't, you ain't like Icon? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah, I don't know. This sounds like the hate in me, but uh, when you're already like born from money and stuff, it's kind of hard for me to like. Damn, it, he can't he can't do nothing good because he already got money. When you what's the opposite of coming out the mud? When you come out the <laughs> when you come out the gold, it's kind of like hard for me to be like, oh shit, you really earned this. Like I don't. It's cool, you know. Like that's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with the people that come from nothing. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, to me, I like cause there's. There's not that many examples of people like going off of their dads, like or their moms or whatever, like legacy and actually being good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, and like I, I fuck with Diggy Simmons a little bit, but it's not like he's not blowing up to the extent that like Jaden is, and like you know what I'm saying. There's other like Diddy's son, like it's fucking Diddy. You know what I mean? And like his kid's not blowing up to the extent. You know what I'm saying? So at at some point. Like yes, the connections get you places. It's like it's like Michael Jordan's sons. Like you know what I mean. Like they probably were more hyped up out of high school, you know, just because they were Jordan's kids. But at the end of the day, like to get to the NBA to play the star, you like you know what I mean. You gotta have the talent. So like to me, like you know, Jaden's kind of proven over the course of two albums that you know what I'm saying he's making songs that like stick with people. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like he just had one shit that hit. He had a couple songs that's been on the radio that's played, and like I'm, I'm definitely more like I'll give people a chance. Like I don't, you know, the the background is whatever, but if to me it's like if the music's good, music's good. So like Aries was cool. There was a lot of good beats on there. I need to figure out who the fuck does his production because like he has one where it's like he was getting shit. It sounded like he was getting shaped up, like with like with like a barber and a barber chair, and then they turned that shit into a beat, and that shit was fire. And so. You know, some of the standouts on there was Got It, uh, Chateau with uh, ASAP Rocky, um, Noise with with uh, Tyler the Creator. Um, so you know, he had some good shit on there. I I get what you're saying though. It's kind of it's kind of hard for the people who who like the entryways into shit was super easy, but at the same time, you still gotta be good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And stick I, around. Right, right. I mean, to get there's a difference between staying there and getting there. I got that. Right, right. But like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? like fucking Ashley Simpson gets in because of Jessica Simpson, but <laughs> and they're both gone and, now. Yeah, but... they're gone. Like, I can you even name a fucking Jessica Simpson song. I don't even know. Uh, um, pieces of me. That's that's Ashley Simpson. So you know, oh, Ashley right. Simpson's more shit than Jessica Simpson. Oh uh, yeah, I actually just crossed them up. My bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Chicken of the Sea. That's what, is that. How the? Oh no, that's what she thought. That's tuna what she was. thought. The tuna, right? Yeah. yeah. See, like, I don't. All I remember, I remember her dating the dude from Backstreet Boys, right? Or was it from Ninety Eight Degrees? Yeah, Nick Lachey. Yeah, and then you know they had a reg- they had a reality TV show. She was on Deuce Hazard, and then that's it. I don't remember any of. And I'm like, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, she was a singer, wasn't she? I don't remember anything about any of her songs. Yeah. I never yeah. hear nobody say nothing. They don't bring that shit up. None of the girls that be fucking with that era of music be saying anything about her songs. She just up out of here, bro. So again, you can you know you, things might get you in the door. The Paris Hilton got in the door with some shit because she was a Hilton, but you don't see her out here doing shit no more. She not in movies no more. You gotta yeah. have talent. So. Yeah, I mean, also though, at what point is she trying to? You know? Yeah, I, don't, she- I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I think like they're for, for other people. It's like you make it a, or you know what I'm saying, or it's like nothing for them. It's like 
you make it doing the other thing or, you know, you go back to being super rich for no reason. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just think, uh, there's other artists we could big up. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, there wasn't any, no, other, all those albums were from last week. So uh, nothing really, nothing really that stood out came out this week. And, um, I'm mad at chances. I always am him and him and fucking childish Gambino. I don't know if I ran it on here about it. But I'm mad at Childish Gambino out here doing fucking concerts without dropping new music in three fucking years. Like, what the fuck? Why would I pay hundreds of dollars to see a concert and you ain't got no new fucking music out? The is he fuck? Still, still doing his old shit? Yeah, he's doing old. And then he was like, oh, well, he'll drop, like, he'll put out, like, fucking, he put out those three songs, you know, the Summertime Madness shit. And then, you know, he'll play those and he'll play, like, some unheard shit. And then that's it. It's like, you're not going to drop an album, though? Like, what the fuck? And then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this movie where I'm gonna cast Rihanna, where it's very obvious that he just wanted to do a movie opposite of Rihanna." And <laughs> like, come on, man, get this shit out of here. And then Chance the Rapper is like, "Oh, new album in July, nigga. Just tell us when the date. We in July. It's fucking July. But there's no date on the goddamn. He's like, oh, it's July, right? When in July is this album coming out? Then." Don't mm-hmm. tell he told us this shit was in July and like March. But we still it's fucking July now. And he it's only what two more weekends left. So I get it. It's gonna come out probably in the next two weekends. But he why can't specify. you tell the fucking date? He didn't specify could be right. July next year. Right. Just stupid. But yeah, hopefully his album comes out next week. Since there's nothing this week, or maybe it, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Fucking July thirty first or some shit. Is it thirty thirty one days in July? I don't know. Thirty one, yeah. Yeah, July thirty first. He's gonna drop the fucking album because he's a dick right now. Count your knuckles, fam. Every uh, other knuckle is like a the inside of your knuckles is. Oh a yeah, 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 you do. The, yeah, I know the knuckle trick. I just didn't feel like doing it right now. Bucket, bucket up, son. Um, but yeah, that's that was in my songs of the week and my rants. And um, well then, shit, man. I want to thank you for putting up for me week in, week out. Of course, uh, of course. Talk about next weekend. It's exciting times, bro. First time hitting the Jets, jet setting, and uh, doing linking up with Flow 107 in Denver and Turned Up TV Radio with Lance Mihades. So I'm guessing that means that we probably won't do a pod next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, if not, we could drop the some of the audio from there. And yeah, kinda, we'll, we'll throw that out to y'all. Um, have videos of us eating. Yeah, uh, would. There's definitely true. make sure y'all so I, we already said it at the beginning, but make sure y'all follow us on the social so you can get a, our adventure next weekend going through Denver and shit. Um, you know, we're gonna try to, you know, at least you know, spam the social media as much as we can. Uh also I wanna say shouts out because uh, me and Katie did just get a new car, a new a new uh ride. We got the Nissan Rogue, shouts to Nissan. I mean not Nissan Pure is whatever. Um, Charles, I had a there was a homie there because Katie brought up I had a podcast. I don't, I didn't catch his name, but he said he was gonna check it. He like pulled it up and he was like, Yo, I'm gonna listen. So, shouts to him if he did. Um, Alvin, who helped us with the car, was cool, but he ain't feed us, so fuck <laughs> him a little bit. You know, he did try to hit a, hook us up with some gas later, but whatever. Um, shouts to Serge, though, that's the homie. Um, but yeah, no, that's those are my shouts out. Shouts to everybody who usually listens. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all. That's all I got. Well, 
Shouts to the Buckets again with the Bucket Hat Boys bringing to you volume 91. Now it's in the books of the most organic chemistry podcast there is. That is Bucket Up. We out. Choo-choo. Zombie in the chat. I got a bunch of niggas in the studio. That's gang gang though. Everybody good over here, y'all. Uh, uh, never been a hater. I just stick to my paper like a stapler. Yellow bone, smoking purple, LA Lakers. If she give me pussy on the wake up, double cup of carrot juice. Oh, that's my savage juice. I just caught the Audemars. Oh, in a paddock too. Dripping in that iceberg. Oh, in that capital. Hey, bro, don't you cuff that hoe? Cause I done had it too. They said that they packing. Oh, we packing too. Uh, run up like what's popping and what's breaking too. Uh, said I would get rich, they made it happen too. Uh, take a picture with your bitch and tag it too. Uh, savage mode. Uh, racket and roll. Uh, clapping a hoe. Now you can go. Uh, she poppin' a bean, uh, lickin' on lean uh, Off white, off night, cookies and cream ooh, 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 that's that big drip Big wrist, big body, big whips Big glocks, big guap, big knots Big goons, small problems, big moves